Welcome back to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancy, speaker and author of the book Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or looking to start your journey tomorrow or just someone who needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. If you missed the last episode, be sure to tune in after you finish this episode today. Before I introduce my guest, I'll share another entrepreneurial story to inspire you all. I'll now introduce a pretty famous author in J.K. Rowling. We all know her from the Harry Potter book series, but if you look into her story, you'll learn a lot more. She was living on welfare as a single mother right before the series took off. She described the most traumatizing moment in her life as the day her mother died on New Year's Day in 1991. Six months prior to that, she began writing Harry Potter and she said her mother never even knew she was writing. But the loss of her own mom led to Harry Potter suffering the death of his parents in the series, if you can recall. When this write-up came out, it said that she had a net worth of around $1 billion. I think this is a pretty incredible story and a true testament to never stop believing in yourself. Subna, what did you feel about this Harry Potter story? Are you familiar with J.K. Rowling's story? I am. It's such an incredible story. I love the movie series, um, and my triplets turned seven, so we're going to start reading the series oh, soon. Oh, wow. That will be exciting for you to relive that. Yes, but her story is very inspirational and such a testament to persistence and faith. Yeah, that voice you all just heard, that's the sound of today's guest. My guest on an earlier episode gave me a referral and said, Vincent, I have someone great for your show. You have to interview her. As I try to find unique and value-filled stories for each episode, I was grateful to network with her and fulfill that mission. Without giving away too much, I'll let her give her bio. Please tell my guest a little bit more about you. Well, my name is Sapna, and I am the founder of We Go Kids. Um, after a 10-year struggle with infertility, I had three healthy babies, triplets, in December of 2012. Wow. Um, the... It was quite the experience. Uh, the postpartum was really hard. The pregnancy was amazing. The postpartum was very hard. And the two options I was given were to take medication, which would impact my ability to, uh, to take care of the kids, or figure it out myself. So I chose to figure it out myself and uh, really dug into um, – actually the emotional intelligence side of things. So my background is in HR and talent acquisition and the application of emotional intelligence in the workplace. I did, you know, trainings and developed tools for the workplace and saw firsthand what an impact it had on employees and people in their personal lives. And so I thought, well, maybe I should start applying what I was teaching to myself. Um, so I started doing that. And then I also really, you know, just embraced being a mom, spent so much time with the kids and started studying them and recognized um, what is kind of the foundation of We Go Kids and kind of my parenting philosophy, which is that we are all born with the highest levels of emotional intelligence and then it's parented out of us. And we spend the rest of our lives trying to get back to where we were when we started. Well, that's an incredible story. Familiar with the story of Adele, I also run a mental health podcast called The Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey. 
an episode I actually recorded yesterday was a look into Adele on the series. I bring a celebrity in just to show the listeners that they're not alone. And Adele actually spoke about the postpartum. So I'm a little familiar with that. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. yes it's something in my that mind. I just learned it. I did not know much about it, to be honest with you. I love that. It's something that definitely uh, the more we share our stories, the more we realize we're not alone. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. Well, thanks for sharing all that. And now let's get into the big five stuff. Now, each episode, what I do is I go over these five questions with my guests to help them really learn what it's like to be an entrepreneur. You ready to go? Ready. Cool. When did you first realize that you weren't happy with what you were doing or that you just needed a bit of a change? Yeah, I think for me, it was uh, more un the universe. Um, it was not so much that I wasn't happy being a mom. It was just that I found myself sharing my stories and what I had learned as being a parent. And more and more parents kept asking me questions and asking me for material and asking me for things that they could read. And so it was kind of more of an organic um, entry into it. Amazing. Yeah, you figured might as well monetize it if you're in demand. Yeah, absolutely. And, and more so in terms of, uh, rather more so sharing the knowledge in a way that people will value it. Love it. Yeah, it's definitely valuable information. You, I'm sure you're helping a ton of people along the way. Yeah, we have three video podcasts, an audio podcast, as well as a kids' clothing line that's grounded. What are grounded the names of those? In... Share those with our listeners so they can take a peek. Sure. Um, our uh, video podcasts are uh, Parent Talk is the first one. Uh, Raising EI is the second one. No Chickpeas in My Chocolate is the third one. Hmm. And then the audio podcast, which you can find on anywhere you listen to um, podcasts, is from me to we. Awesome. Thank you for sharing all that. What would you say one or two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur? For me, they were definitely getting out of my own way. <laughs> uh, I find that we create more obstacles for ourselves than anybody else in the world. And so that was definitely number one. And uh, number two for me was not wearing blinders. Things don't come in the box that you expect them to. So the path of least resistance for me is the path. If I was struggling, I realized I was going the wrong way. Absolutely. Especially with entrepreneurship, that's a pretty frequent occurrence where things don't tend to work out the way you want them to, or it doesn't seem as it is. Things are constantly changing in this world, which makes it exciting. What would you say? What, <coughs> what would you say one of your greatest failures is, and what did it teach you? If you can give our listeners some insight. Sure, I think um, failure for me means again I'm going the wrong way, and um, I think for me there have been a lot of lessons that I need to learn, um, which is when I, which is when what I want to do doesn't actually work out. It's because there's a lesson there. So my greatest failure. I think it's been not finishing things. Um, I took 10 years of Indian dance and never did the last recital to graduate, something my uh, mom reminds me of often. No. Uh, I spent years in karate. I was one step away from a black belt and I stopped doing it. And so I realized kind of from a really early age, well, I realize now that from a really early age, I never finished things. And so now no matter what I do in my life, if I'm going to start it, I plan it out really well and I plan it out to completion. I think that's great advice. Thank you. What would you say 
if I asked you, pick one entrepreneur, dead or alive, to have a conversation with, lunch, whatever you want, who would it be? What are you guys doing? What are you talking about? All that. Yeah, you may not have heard of this one before, but I would actually love to spend a day with Clint Eastwood. Um, that is the first on the show. Let's hear why. A, yeah, he's a true storyteller, and I'm very passionate about um, storytelling. And um, he invokes emotion with everything he does. He's in an industry that's really tough, you know, the movie, the filmmaking industry. And he seems to have really done things his way, stayed true to himself. And I'd love to learn about the life experiences that shaped him. Absolutely. I mean, he's still going, which is crazy. He is still going. I think he's like eight, he's 80 now. I, I want to um, still goes 90. to the studio every day. I'm not sure, but I know he, I mean, he's directing. I don't remember the name of the movie. He directed it. I think it was The Mule. I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't seen too many a bit before yeah. my movie time. My growing yeah. up was the Adam Sandlers, the Jim Carreys. Those are yes. my guys. Uh, every Adam Sandler movie could probably recite the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> A quick story. My dad um, is actually from East Africa okay. and uh, grew up in a small, you know, in a small village, but they had one television and what they would watch were Westerns and he would watch Clint Eastwood. And that is the whole reason why he wanted to come to America is because he saw the Cowboys, he loved the Westerns, and he was wow. like, oh, I'm going to go to America. And so my childhood was actually every Saturday morning waking up and watching Clint Eastwood Westerns with my dad. That's an incredible memory, I'm sure. Yeah. You're going to have to get in touch with Clint and pick his brain. Let him know you've got a big fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> maybe, we'll maybe we'll tag him in the episode when we release it. Yeah, I'd love that. So. Where do you see yourself in all of your entrepreneurial endeavors in the future? We're going to look at one year from now, and then we'll also proceed to five years. One year from today, what are you hoping to work with? Well, I love that question, and I am very Thank much you. into um, setting intention. Okay. What I have found in my personal journeys, you know, I went to business school, I went to MBA, I've, I've been mentored by several entrepreneurs. I have actually shifted away from setting goals, from thinking about the future. I have really shifted into focusing on the work in front of me, staying present, uh, making sure that the work that I do every day is focused on purpose and following the path of least resistance. And what I found by doing that is, again, kind of going back to that idea of things don't come in the boxes that you expect them and not living with blinders, uh, the universe dreams bigger for me than I could possibly dream for myself. And so by focusing just on the work in front of me, the things that happen in my life are just so incredible. I feel like if I even set goals, like I'm doing a disservice to the universe for what it's going to bring me. So I will come back in a year and let you know where I've been. Absolutely. It's funny you say that um, because a part of this show, I do plan on bringing some guests back and catching up with the listeners and sharing what's changed from then. So we can definitely do that. Thanks for sharing all that. I'm also kind of similar where. I have my bigger goals that will obviously take some times, but I'm much more focused right now on the shorter term completions to build my brand to get to those goals. Yes. Does that make sense as far as these podcasts? Season one right now, 
I'm trying to do a service, inspire them through our stories, our successes, our failures, and pump out three episodes per week for the first season. And the amount of time that goes into it is just something I'm passionate about, but I'm, yeah. I take it very serious because it's a short-term goal and I'm seeing it right in front of me between the templates that I send you and I customize them for each guest. And then on my Instagram and Facebook, I do an audio transcribing over a photo, do a couple yes. of those. Focusing on those short-term goals is a great way to put it. I had one guest, notably, who had a similar answer, but not many, not many give that answer. I said, <laughs> where are you going to be in one to five years? This is Jeffrey Combs. He's a big time speaker and coach. He says, right in this chair, I'll be right here. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I love reti- that. I'm going to retire in seven years, but this is what I'm doing. And he couldn't have said it better because <laughs> it's true. But thank you so much, Safna. I know our listeners are going to see the value in your episode today. I really enjoyed learning all of your background. And I can definitely resonate with the difficult parts that you gave for being an entrepreneur. I hope I do, but I'm not sure if I'll hear another Clint Eastwood anytime soon. So I love that as well. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for and having me. I really you. like the, oh, no problem. Thank you for joining. I also would like to ask you for the last word. This is something I also end each show with or towards the end where I ask you to share something with our listeners that you did not get a chance to touch on today. Yeah, I think I would uh, just really ask the listeners that um, if you can focus on truly finding your life's purpose and doing the work that fulfills it, the entrepreneurial journey can be a truly spiritual one as well. Absolutely. Thanks for that. Can you please go ahead and share your social media website and ways for our listeners to either request your services or follow your journey? If you would like to repeat your podcast as well, feel free. Sure. So it's raisingei.com. That's R-A-I-S-I-N-G-E-I.com. We are at WeGoKids on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And the easiest podcast to access is From Me to We. From Me to We. Great. Well, thank you for sharing that. Everybody listening in, be sure to check out all of her incredible material and content. Remember, you can follow the show on Instagram at Your Favorite Morning Podcast or on Twitter at Podcast by Lancey. We're at Your Favorite Morning Podcast on Facebook too, and my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube. My website is vincentalancey.com. Make sure to check out my book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption on Amazon now. And DM me or email me. Let me know what you all think. If you enjoyed today's episode with Sapna, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work really hard to find value delivery stories for you on each episode. As always, I will conclude the show with a quote that inspired me, and I know it will for you too. This one is from Kevin Rose, the co-founder of Dig. Don't let others convince you the idea is good when your gut tells you it's bad. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of what it's really like to be an entrepreneur.